This is About Space, America's Return to Space, with news and information on our U.S. space program. From our About Space Today World Headquarters, I'm John Gomez. NASA's X-59 is learning to listen in a unique way. The asteroid you didn't know about and a total solar eclipse is happening in April. You'll hear about this and more next as America and the world is listening to About Space Today. Are you ready to fly away on a dream vacation? For cruises and all-inclusive resort vacations, call D&D Cruise and Tours at 877-747-8631. That's 877-747-8631. And see us on Facebook, D&D Cruise and Tours, where your dreams become a reality. Welcome back. Although its first flight isn't for several months, NASA's new X-59 supersonic jet is already getting a lesson in sound. You see, NASA uses F-18 Hornet and F-15 Eagle fighter jets to create sonic booms over 10 specially placed microphones spread out over 30 miles in a desert. By performing inverted, that means upside down, dives, the jets were able to produce softer sonic booms to be compared against those expected to be produced by the X-59. These recent tests, using the agency's quote-unquote fighter jets, were the third phase of what NASA calls the Carpet Determination in Entirety Measurements Flights, or Carpet DM. See what they did there? Carpet DM is designed to validate upgraded ground recording systems. The agency says both loud and soft sonic booms were produced and recorded in order to verify these recording systems that NASA will use during the X-59 testing. NASA's testing plan will involve flying the X-59 over several U.S. cities to collect data about the quieter boom or thump it makes when breaking the sound barrier. I, for one, am ready for all this testing to start so it can be over so I can fly from New York to Los Angeles in just a couple hours. Stay tuned to About Space Today for more updates as the X-59 makes its inaugural flight sometime this year. Did you know that an asteroid disintegrated over Berlin, Germany on January 21st? At about 7.45 p.m. Eastern or 12.45 a.m. local time, the asteroid 2024 BX1, about a meter in diameter, put on a short show for locals. But how did an asteroid enter our atmosphere undetected? Just hours before the fateful moment, astronomer Christian Sarnecki made the chilling discovery. Operating the 60-centimeter Schmidt telescope at Pishkeshteto Mountain Station, part of the Konkoli Observatory in Hungary, the asteroid was later designated as 2024 BX1 at 10.48 p.m. Central Europe time. The rapid response to this discovery showcased the advancements in planetary defense, particularly NASA's scout system. Astronomers continued tracking 2024 BX1 until it entered Earth's shadow at 1.25 a.m. on Sunday, January 21st, disappearing from view. Now for a bit of the worrying part. Yes, it was a small asteroid, but it was only discovered minutes before entering our atmosphere. 2024 BX1 posed no threat, fortunately, but it does show the danger of near-Earth objects. 
And fortunately, after some challenging searching, fragments were recovered, allowing astronomers to study the Albright the meteor was made of. Christopher Heyman, a researcher from the Museum of Natural History in Germany, said, Albrights do not look like what people generally imagine meteorites to look like. Albrights look more like a gray granite and contain hardly any iron in the glassy crust, which is usually a good way to recognize meteorites. They look completely different than that of most other meteorites. Folks, this is just another reason to always keep your eyes to the skies. Just not when driving. Finally this week, on April 8th, North America will experience its next total solar eclipse. The event will start on Mexico's Pacific coast about 2.07 p.m. Eastern Time and leave continental North America around 8.19 p.m. Eastern Time. A solar eclipse occurs when the moon passes between the sun and earth, blocking the sun's light. When the moon blocks some of the sun, that's a partial solar eclipse. But when the moon lines up with the sun, blocking all of its light, that is when you get a total solar eclipse. Astrophotographer Nico Carver is here to tell you what to expect on April 8th. Well, during totality, for a few minutes, the moon completely covers up the sun from our vantage point on Earth, meaning you're completely under the darkest part of the moon's shadow called the umbra. And this shadow is so extreme that it's very quickly going to turn from broad daylight into twilight. It will actually get dark enough that you can observe some stars during the day. And then most important, it's the only time you can look at the sun naked eye. You can just stare at that sun because it's covered by the moon. And what is revealed is the sun's outer atmosphere called its corona. And the corona is constantly changing shape. So each total solar eclipse is a unique event because the solar corona is going to look different each time. Now, to see that though, and to actually be able to view the eclipse naked eye during totality, photograph the solar corona, all of that, you have to be inside the path of totality within the umbra. The eclipse path will take it through central Texas and Arkansas, parts of Missouri, Illinois, Indiana, Ohio, and western New England as well. This is the last total solar eclipse the U.S. will experience until August 24, 2044. Remember, if you want to view the eclipse, make sure you do so safely using approved eclipse glasses, not regular sunglasses. Make sure you check out our Facebook page, about Today for launches and landings, and invite your family and friends to listen weekly. Be sure to join us starting at 7.30 a.m. on Thursday, February 22nd, for live coverage of the launch of SpaceX Crew-8 with David Denault and Don Meyer on our YouTube page, aboutspace.today. To all of our listeners around the world and here in the U.S., thanks for joining me. I'm John Gomez, and this has been About Space Today.